Welcome back, man. It's been a while. Dude, how was coaching? Uh, like basketball? Yeah, you're like a basketball oh, coach. Oh, I love coaching the kids. I, I love it and hate it. This year is hilarious. This uh, this is my daughter's sixth grade team at the middle school, and we there's there were we're the I think we're the only no there's one other full sixth grade team. Every other team is like a seventh eighth grade team or eighth grade team or sixth seventh team, and we've we've only beaten the sixth grade team, but we've beaten by like twenty each game. The eighth grade team, we played an eighth grade team and kept it pretty close the whole time, but it's just, it, it's night and day against the skill. It's just how the league is kind of set up this year, but it's been fun. My girls have never given up. Like even during like a game where we were getting our butts kicked, they're still- So do still, you yell at parents or do parents yell at you? No parents have yelled at me. No. Like one parent sent me a text like, hey, she'd love to play more. And I was like, your text is useless. Um, like, I don't need to answer this, this fucking text. Excuse my French. Um, and it's because it's like, you know what, if you want your kid to play more, like talk to them about their attitude. Like, and, and I think each kid does get a lot of playing time. I mean, I really try to be fair. I still, because at this age, I do allow the better kids to have more time. Um, but I also let everybody else in. So it's not like you're like last person on the bench. You only get two minutes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, today's practice was hilarious because my daughter texted me this morning, like, don't forget the cookies. I was like, All right. So I go to Potter's Bakery on uh, 8th Street in Traverse City, Michigan. Shout out to Potter's. And the fine four ladies working there today, like, what's up with that? Um, yeah, look at that, Mark. There's just fine four ladies, like, working at Potter's, the bakery, um, which mostly people associate with donuts, I'm assuming, but they also have baked goods. Well, so I go there for cookies, thinking I could get some chocolate chip and sugar cookies. $28 later on 20 cookies, which, mind you, that's crazy. Like, I'm thinking, like, oh, like 30 to 50 cents a cookie. No, $1.25. Oh, they're potters, man. They were worth it, I hear, but I bought the kids each a shamrock-shaped cookie, sugar, and a chocolate chip cookie. Anyway, practice we had, like, another 35, 40 minutes. And I was like, hey, we're going to take a break, and I'm going to give you guys all two cookies. And... It was like toddlers after that. Like all the kids had been running. So like obviously their blood sugar was low. They ate these cookies. I had my daughter was like wop dancing on the floor with her friends, like Cardi B wop. They had I had one kid that was like, I'm Spider-Man. And she runs into the brick wall to like stick to it and bounce back. And this other kid does the same thing. I got three girls on the floor doing the worm. And then the kids start giving each other like piggyback rides like th- on the court. Oh, man. It just was like a complete cluster. The one kid like starts coming up to me and she's like head bobbing towards me like she's about to start something. And I'm wow. like, these are all like 11 and 12 year olds. Hopped up on potters. Hopped up on sugar and it was instant. Like I was like, it only worked for toddlers. I will say one of the kids, like d- it didn't have much effect for, but you can right, tell because right. I believe their diet probably consists of a lot of high sugar all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. You're back from Puerto Rico. Back. You're back from coaching. I'm back so, from coaching. It was weird not having you on the podcast yeah, last week. That was just, I just it was we had a game and it was fun. But, and I didn't get to meet Katie again. Well, I met her, but I didn't get to be here. We had I, Lumen in the studio. Did Lumen make noise, talk. Didn't, she sleep. slept the whole time. Slept we, the whole the time. nap was like planned out perfectly. Okay. She fell asleep. Katie sat here nervous and I think realized yeah. she says like a lot when she talks and she's nervous i think we do that in general on a show it's normal but i think in real life if we were talking we're not because you're just she had fun though you're picking up 
it's like playing it's playing well that was for a simile it's or a it's like playing table tennis or ping pong right so you hit it i hit it you hit it i hit it that's a normal conversation a podcast conversation there's a component of i don't want to sound like an idiot in the next sentence so i have to plan somewhat of what i'm saying or have a a rubric or something to read off of i guess but she uh yeah, she had fun. Uh, we busted out the pod decks on her, okay. and uh, it was kind of cool because she got to kind of see the studio. She got to see where we come every week, you know, and got to see happens. me in my element, I guess. And it was um, cool because when we left, she's like, you're really good at that. Like, you should, you can, like, be on the radio. Like, you got a good voice. You know what you're talking about. Like, Very cool. She gave me some compliments, so that was good. That was really neat. I felt. Uh, Does she listen to the show normally? She doesn't. Yeah, um, that's understandable. So. It's I don't listen all the time, like because the prop for me, it's more like I just did it. Right. I, I know the quality is great because here at right. New Leonard Studios, New Leonard Media, New Leonard Media Studio in Traverse City, Michigan, the like the Mark whiz Wilson. Mark Mark Wilson, Mark Wilson does a great job. The studio is newly renovated with, should I call these faux cedar framed sound boxes? What are they called? Like, yes, cedar framed, trimmed out sound absorbers. Uh, There's a new, we have a bigger table. A bigger table. I want to call it the pool table, which I know we don't want to call it that, but I think that's going to be like the name for it. The pool table. The pod table. The pod table. Pod table. Perfect. Um, it looks great in here. And so Mark's done a great job. This is great. a 30th century studio in a 21st century world. Yep. What century are we in? 22nd? 22nd. 21st. 21st. Oh, 21st. This yeah. is a 22nd century studio in a 21st century world, yo. <laughs> so we're here. So Honest Dish with a Side of Hot Sauce. Back. Episode 32. Did you guys call out Joe Rogan last time? We did. Thank you. We did call out Joe Rogan. So did Mark and I. Speaking of, let's do it now. Joe, this is Jeff. This is Nick. We are calling you out, my friend. We exist. We're here. We're coming at you at episode 100. And this, it's it's probably going to be two airplanes in midair with a tightrope between it. And Nick on one end and Joe on the other coming at each other like in a fight it's gonna be like the joust from american gladiators but suspended in air by two airplanes and a tightrope oh yeah yeah they see it right now rolled in ky we've like, been tagging boom. you so hard bro like just just, just punch just, us in the head already come on. Just, just give us some love are you preparing mma style to fight him yes okay yes tell jeff what i said last week about Oh, oh! Oh, I heard. Oh, yeah. Mark had a call out. He's like, if Joe takes the fight, I will call out his his sound guy, sound engineer, sound engineer. I'm like, what? Like Mark had the look of terror. Do we know his name? He he doesn't know his name, but it doesn't matter. He didn't care who it is, but he's gonna fight him. So at least I got you know. It's like tag team, you know. We'll. I won't we'll fight anybody. It. If I had to, I guess you'll be I the would. ref or something. I don't. Yeah, sure. Jeff, the ref. I'll ref. It's fine. So today, we're yeah. gonna talk about getting kicked in the dick. It happens for nice metaphorically. Oh, that's um, fine. 
I was, we're not we're not talking literal. I did all my homework on the literal. I, I counted all the the punches to the general the regions I have received in my life. Yes, we'll keep that for another episode. We'll see. Um, but you know, things like adversity, failure, those things kind of they affect us. They and, do. And I will tell you, I'm going to drop a bomb on both you guys right now and our listeners. I got let go from WinRate last week. Oh, so yeah, crazy, right? Okay. But it's really cool because I'm going to continue my coaching um, career on my own. And I just started a new asphalt company. Okay. Um, so, and that's like kind of taken off a little bit. So okay. it's just weird how, like, I, I felt like I got kicked in the dick last week. Okay. Like a couple things have happened. Um, well, I'm, I'm not going to get into, you know, every detail, but like. It, you know, caught me by surprise, didn't expect it. But, like, th- these things happen to other people out there. You I'm know what I mean? sorry about the win rate, just because I feel totally like... Totally fine. Yeah, totally fine. I, I, mean, I mean, it, it is it, now, but I'm sure it, it is was now. tough. It, it was tough, and, and you know, do we still, some of it happened on, Do like, we want to call him out? Do we got to, like, drive down there and um go to work on a whole fucker? I, I did we that already. But, verbally? Yeah. yeah um, okay. But, you know, some stuff happened on vacation to, like... I, I don't want to get into it very deeply, but like it just the last couple of weeks were not the best. So, but you know, we have choices when these things happen. Like we can either, you know, sit in the pool of adversity and, and the suck fest that we feel like we're in, or, you know, we could lean in and go turn shit around and like good things will happen. You know what I mean? There's a lot of times where, you know, I know failure is scary. It's a scary thought. You know, it can stop you in your tracks. It, it screws up your mind, and sometimes it, you know, makes you not even try. But um, adversity, I feel, offers some valuable insights because most of the time, it presents a chance for opportunity. Yeah, um, I mean, that's or well, that's, a time to pivot. Right, that's where we grow. Right, <clears throat> adversity is an uncomfortable space, and those uncomfortable spaces is our where we grow in life and but you have a choice you can either yeah i mean not a it's really hard because just from a personal standpoint like let's look at the last year and a half like i've had a couple of kicks in the dick um and i'm not saying that i'm any different or Should any change worse it to junk for those the, the little kids listeners let's say junk maybe bleep those out no you keep a couple of them but um, like just so the listeners think that our sound engineer slacking once in a while you know like <laughs> The family business and everything, all that stuff happening, like right. That was that was tough, man. Like it was tough to see my father's legacy go away. And so is this asphalt? Oh, that's not does not say. I thought that said asphalt. Nick is wearing a, a hooded sweatshirt. That says that says Alphalete. Like Alphalete. It's a workout brand. And I, it's a workout brand, and I have no knowledge of many brands at all because I live in Iraq. And you're a Jew, not Iraq, but I live under a rock. But I thought from the the way the string from the hoodie was hanging down, I thought it said oh. asphalet or asphalet. To then I saw the year, I was like, "What's going on?" So <laughs> my ass is fillet of a lot of things. <laughs> so okay, so you started a new asphalt company though. Started a new asphalt business. Um, it's it's I'm excited about it. I've, okay, I've got it's gotten some. Do you have a truck or what are you doing? No, so it's it's going to be structured a little differently. Um, Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, no? absolutely. In the so with my coaching and just being in the asphalt industry as a whole, I've been able to find and notice the, the gaps that are 
you know, exist in the asphalt ind- industry and the home service industry as a whole. Um, and a lot of those gaps come down to communication. Oh, yeah. So really what I'm going to do is because people, there's so many asphalt and asphalt maintenance businesses and construction companies. I know I'm not in that industry, you know, being like right now, but um, just in the asphalt industry alone, I think there's like 32 companies in the Grand Traverse County alone. So that is so, Grand Traverse County, Michigan. That is the yep. God's country people. So how do we, like, how do customers know who to call? Like Google, baby. Right. Google, that's Referrals, it. Referrals. That's Google. It. That's it. Um, so I used to use the, the yellow pages, but where most people would like do the thing where they you know, with their finger and like kind of just close their eyes and hit it. I don't know if that and can actually make the show. That just came into my yeah, head. Yeah, that was, a, that. wow. <laughs> Is the tea affecting you? It's, I've been getting up at Something. 3 a.m. Yeah, you're like, day. you're I'm you're, tired. You're really tired right yep. now. Sorry, um, let's cut that one out. <laughs> so uh, anyways, back to what I was saying. So customers don't know who to call really. So they have no way of qualifying these people, you know, these companies out like other than Google. And two, a lot of these contractors um, in the asphalt industry and the home service industry as a whole, again, really have a hard time communicating like, you know, like just as a whole, because a lot of them are busy working in the field um, or they just don't have the right systems and processes in place to, really make it a smooth transaction. There's just a some sometimes there's a bumpy road there for the for the customer. So I'm gonna come kind of bridge that gap and qualify these contractors out. So I'm gonna bid on the work. Um got it. Accept the work, sub the work out, manage sure. the project, yeah. communicate, schedule, and then So you're just deal you're you're I'm the middleman. You're brokering it, you're middlemaning it, but yeah. because you know the industry, you don't necessarily like you would know this company's capacity for these type of jobs. Correct. You're gonna know what kind of prices that should be charged Correct. to the customer, you're gonna know what needs to be profitable, and you're gonna and basically try to make some money along the way. You know, being gotcha. here, there's a couple, you know, I'm not gonna name names, but there's companies out there who I wouldn't trust with anything. So that I'm really saving these people time and money and being so how that are you middle get, man. You, okay, so we're going to go back to adversity in a second. Okay. But I think this is a good lesson for you know the people you're coaching or business people. How are you going to get the customers, because they're the ones who are going to be coming to you, mm-hmm. how do they find you? I mean, so I'll be on Facebook. I'm going to have a website. Okay. Uh, but yeah, just, just your normal marketing campaign. So marketing, are you going to start in this region? Are you looking regionally? I'm going to start in, yeah, like Grand Traverse area, like northern Michigan. Okay. But this, the way this, you know, this business model is uh, not really held down to any, you know, So my recommendation, life. having worked with thousands of people that have started new businesses, would be a twofold. One... I know people hate it, but like mailers are not failures. If you do a direct mail campaign, you will get about a 2% hit rate. And that's almost guaranteed. So mm-hmm. if you think that if you spent $1,000 on direct mail and that sends out 500 letters and you get you know, even 1%, you get five people to convert to business or 10 people call you, five convert to business. What would the average asphalt job be, do you think? 
Because well, you're looking commercial or residential. Mainly. I'm looking. So that's a good question. I'm looking for um, commercial okay. and residential paving only. Okay. And then commercial maintenance. Okay. So you're going to mail a bunch of commercial places and some subdivision associations, <laughs> condo associations. Correct. But let's say you send a mailer and you get 10 people. Like if it's a house, like the, the lowest job that you would take would be paving a driveway. Correct. So what would that normally be? $5,000. So $5,000, you get one job. The gross sales, now your margin isn't obviously the whole five grand Correct. because you've got to sub it out. But let's say your margin's 50, you know, 10%, even 500 bucks. You get one job, you've covered half. You get two jobs, you've already covered out of that 10 jobs, you're going to cut in 20% of them, you're going to cover your marketing expense. Mm-hmm. I will say for any startup in whether it's construction, services, Man, mailers, yep. do a mailer. Yep. And you know, get a little postcard I out to people. I planned on that too. Uh, second, you've been in the business, so you get on the phone on Monday and you or you, first you make your list of your top 200. You know, the 200 businesses, the 200 people you've worked with, and then you just start calling and say, "Hey, you know, I've started this. This is what I'm doing." And then if they say, "Well, you know, we're happy with so and so and so and so." Great, you know, just I don't, you know, hoping you can pass my name along. Is there anybody like, can you give me one name to call maybe? Like, and just because mm-hmm. you want to, they're going to want to help you out, mm-hmm. ask for it and pick up the phone because yeah. it will not ring itself. And I would say the people who are most active in self promotion and selling themselves, and I get Facebook and that is more, it, it is that, but it's a passive tool, right? So you're basically asking people to come to you through a, an outbound message where, I'm picking up the phone and I'm literally in front of you right now. Mm-hmm. I love direct calling. Like I, that's how I built my what I do at work. Like that those clients didn't show up because advertising. They called you or No, right. I called, 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 called right. whoever and so that's my recommendation. That's cool. all. Cool. I yeah. So that's Definitely going to do direct mailers. No, I can't. Can't build that. No, direct mail. I'm definitely. I mean, I've got some other ideas too. So it's. uh, I've already. I mean, it's already caught traction. Like I said, so it's. It'll. It's going to be good. And I would actually advise not to spend too much on a website to start. No, because in all honesty, that's just the vehicle. Like it's. Yeah. Your Facebook page. You know. but, I mean, I do want a website set up so people can request quotes. Yeah, I get that. Um, that's really all I need it for. I don't really need anything other than that. Sure. I'll have a you know cool video of me on there explaining. I love the that you, you got a video out there. Yeah, I mean, but uh, this is asphalt. <laughs> At the dawn of time, the volcanoes erupted, and now we have right. asphalt. So I don't know if that's. I'd the... love to help Oh, yeah, yeah buddy. Absolutely. Did you know not only does New Leonard Media Studios do podcast production, this is new. Why don't we know this, Mark? What? How didn't I know that? Who films? Before I met you, you asked me. Who films? You do it? Yeah. So lesson, Bro, I need a film guy. Lesson learned. Hey, listen up, everybody. Listeners, lesson learned. Your friends will not look to do business with you if they don't know what you do. We need to talk. We need to well, talk. I mean, You may. And said, how much would it cost to do something like that? And I said, assuming oh. you already have your location and the writing done. And then I gave him a price and he was like, oh, shit. So Mark is telling us about that he 
may have Damn, offered this. Man. I need more I content for my coaching. But now if I knew anyone now that needs AV, audiovisual work, or some type of... Well, you could film commercials, right? Video casting, video podcasting, a music video, live porn production. Um, come on, guys. Like, don't leave me hanging. All right. So, New Leonard Media Studio is all of your new. Cool. Sorry that just happened on the air, but media. I. Uh, Who's Leonard? That's exciting. Oh, that's right. Thank you. So, anyways. So you had some dick kicks. Punches, junk punches, junk, <laughs> junk punch. That's the new. Yeah. That's the name junk of my punches. new band, Junk Punch. Junk Punch. That's the name of the episode. Junk, junk punch. punch. So your so, junk punches. Yeah, have man. Like been a lot recently. Going through this has really made me just sit back. Like, I mean, it, I will say, there's been times, and and even recently, um, it's it's very 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 easy to sink in that hole. It's very easy to sink in that hole and the K hole. Yeah, just like sit there and dwell, and you know, it's you can be there for a while, and you're there, and you don't. It's a waste of time, you know. Especially if if you have a job, if you have a business, like you're not performing to your top ability when you're in that like the funk, the funk, right? So. I don't know. It it really gave me it, it shed a light on on this for me because it's like you know the past week I was kind of eh, maybe less than that in a funk and you know I just started really lining out my days and and doing the activities and getting shit done that's gonna like progress me forward and things started happening because of that and here we are like okay. it's it's like all right this, i'm gonna figure this out you so know do you get to keep some of your coaching clients i do okay and i mean because they made relationships with you i'm assuming yep. so that's a positive yep and did you embrace adversity right away or did you what how did you kind of take all this <clears throat> the, the crap in i embraced it right away it's good embraced I, it right away that's gonna be tough because i think in the moment it's really hard for people to step back well no, that's a lie. I I def, I definitely no no no. I'm sorry. I misread what you said. Okay. So I, I definitely was I I was in that that sure, hole. Sure, so you man. got down. I okay. for sure got down. What got you out of it? Um, <laughs> Katie for one, Rob, Rob Bailey for two. You guys don't know Rob Bailey. Oh, sorry. What Mark either burped or knows Rob Bailey really well. No, somebody with the same name. Oh, Rob Bailey. Um, who Rob Bailey owns my favorite clothing line. He's a freaking anyone who doesn't know him, go follow him on Instagram. The dude is insane. He's awesome. Garanimals? He's a really cool guy. Garanimals? No. Damn it. Um so he's he's he shoots some cool videos, like motivational videos that honestly, just stuff like that, man. Like everyone's different. Like what what you put in, you put out, right? So like if I'm like sitting there dwelling on what just happened and and just upset and listening to Celine Dion and I mean I listen to Celine Dion all the time. That doesn't help. Right? It doesn't hurt. I, I my feet are always moving and that's metaphorically and physically. I don't I don't dwell in the negative space. At most I'll get like a hour of like lying down and being like this effing sucks and maybe I'll crash, but then it's like I just move forward. Whether there's you a do. plan or not. You I do. Don't, I just do. In your relationships too, like all of it. I yeah. have to, and yeah. I look at it more. It's like move or die. 
and in adversity and and I don't necessarily embrace it right away because I know that I mean it's tough I'm resentful usually and I have to process through the resentment and I have to process through the anger but at the end I know that all the most of my adversity has been self-caused right the majority of us are own adversity are the things we either bring on ourselves by either doing something or not doing something. And so it takes a lot of honesty with yourself to say, you know what, could I have done better in this? Could I have prevented this? If I had been a more like authentic or hardworking or, you know, if that mattered to me, would I have faced that adversity? Mm-hmm. And so once then you can get to that, then it's like, okay, I'm glad I had that. I'm mm-hmm. glad that I felt like crap. I'm glad that you know, these bad things happen. Mm-hmm. So, because those are like the flip side of the good things. Yeah. Really, I mean, failure doesn't exist. Failure is just you giving up. So like, if you stay, see, my problem is, is I struggle with that victim mentality. Like I get stuck there, especially just this last, you know, with this last thing that just happened with win rate. Um, you know, it was like, how could you do this to me? Like you suck, blah, 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 this and that. So really getting stuck in that victim mentality, that's a, that's another black hole. I mean, you, woe is me or woe is me, right? Like that's, that's just not a, not a safe place. Um, and you know, it's not the days that you're winning. That's hard. The days that you're winning, obviously you're feeling good. You're, you know, you're motivated, you're shedding all this like energies, positive energy. That's all good shit. But it's it's you know it's the it's the days that you're not winning, the hard days that you really have to bear down and focus, and um, you know really get get to the you know what you're trying to accomplish here. You know because uh, it's it's easy to derail when you're uh, when you go through stuff like that. So. You, we gotta like live in the crap to like enjoy the good stuff. I mean, if you were thinking Eastern philosophy, right? The yin and the yang. There's two sides to it. So the the high highs and the good experiences in life are only good because it's relative to the bad experiences. So like it, like a good day is good because you have bad days. If every mm-hmm. day was the same, you would not have good days. You would not have bad. So there is a a balance, and it's not always like a equal equal balance it's just the fact that for us to experience these high highs you know we get the lows and so if the mindset becomes more you can appreciate the lows because it's an experience and it's something that's going to help you later or just even if it's in the present enjoyment of the good times that adversity is positive Mm -hmm. and i mean some adversity can truly like end your life like i get that i'm not saying like embrace the fact that you know you've got a a gunman pointing a gun to your face and you know it's like oh this makes the rest of my life seem good but in the end it's like if that was how you ended it i'm sure those flash moments before your eyes would be uh you know very appreciative mm-hmm. what is it sunny days wouldn't be special if it wasn't for rain joy wouldn't feel good if it wasn't for pain did you look that up yeah i couldn't remember the freaking quote it's 50 cent <laughs> like it's just it's but it, it it's like there's you don't get the pleasure and the pain. They go hand in hand. Yeah. And adversity has a flip side to it. Which it is triumph, right? right. So right. after you, you triumph over adversity. We achieve over adversity. And that a junk punch 
is the metaphorical adversity. Sometimes a junk punch, though, is the girl in middle school gym class that you're teasing, and she just winds up with like a front kick and just gets like clips you pretty solid on the you know on Which the family duels. Which has happened to you? I'm, I'm assuming. Oh, I doubled over. Yeah. I don't even remember. I just remember Mrs. Keene, the gym teacher. Who, oh, we're, name, a, we're, we're going deep in this. Who We definitely had a weird thing. Like There was a rumor that she like either had sex with goats or like... Oh, It was gosh. just like... Wow. It was a horrible Hopefully rumor. that was just a rumor. I just remember somebody yelled goat effer at her and like everybody knew what that was about because there was like literally this like, oh, Mrs. Keene bangs goats. But, that was probably some just some dumb group of kids. Dude, that years, years before had started a rumor probably. Yeah. But I remember I got yelled at after this girl kicked me in the nuts. I think it was Kara Tweedy, in fact, who uh, did that. I kind of crushed on her when I was a kid, but I never told her that. But she was always mean to me. But let's, let's move on. <laughs> Are you sure you want to move on from I this? I just like I, it just I, occurred to me. I feel like you were getting deep it with this story It just occurred here. to me why, like, it just it occurred to me. It's like I... It was like that quintessential, like the guy and the girl are mean to each other. <clears throat> but I think we kind of liked each other. But yeah. at the same time, she did not like me. <laughs> Clearly. So what, I mean, I wanted to come on and and talk about this just because I've kind of experienced this. So like, you know, if anyone's going through any type of groin punching or adversity or experiencing failure, like it's not the end of the world for one, obviously. And you really have to just take the next step, like keep stepping forward and, and overcome because you will overcome and that, that day will come. Um, you know, what, what, what kind of things can we tell the listeners to help them get through some adversity, failure? Um, like, what are a couple things that you would say? Nothing is permanent. Mm-hmm. I would start there. Nothing in life is permanent. So this moment is already over. This moment is already over. This moment is already over. So that adversity will not... That moment was already over, not this. That this moment. one is over now that I finished the sentence. Oh, and now yeah, it's that, that moment. Right. So <laughs> the it doesn't last. So get you, know, you don't even need to think about getting through it. It's just acknowledging the non-permanence of much of our existence, mm-hmm. which is hard for people. And I, and I know that that's hard. I, and I'm speaking to my friends that have had clinical depression or have suffered through cl- clinical depression, and they are trapped. And there is no brighter sunny day and there's no it but some of it is the optimist mindset of tell of you know mantras mm-hmm. you know mantras meditations affirmations prayer they all have a commonality and it's this power of this I'm putting this energy out with this hope that maybe it'll kind of rewire my brain but an affirmation daily that you know it's going to be a better day or something. And I know that's trite, but for the listeners, it's as simple as saying that it's not going to last. Mm-hmm. Nothing ever lasts. Right. And yes, maybe it gets worse and worse and worse, and maybe it gets better and better and better, but there are also things you can do. It's And then it's saying, okay, well, maybe every day when my alarm goes off, instead of hitting snooze, the first thing I do is put a foot on the floor. And maybe the first thing of your day is you make your bed. Maybe the first thing you do is I've got to go for a 10-minute walk or something. And it's it's starting routines because mm-hmm. routines can start replacing other things. Right. And I'm really talking more to the people that really get stuck in adversity where it's debilitating. 
and they can't get out of it. Mm-hmm. And then it is those little daily habits. Right. On the people that have that ability to get out of it, it's just breathe through it, man. Mm-hmm. Get through it. It's going to be all right. Yep. Yep. Don't worry about a thing. <laughs> Every little thing is going to be all right. Be all right. I mean, just from my personal experience this week, I mean, it uh it definitely it definitely got me down. It definitely made me worry a lot. Um, but because I kind of leaned in and like I said, just really put myself like to work and did the activities that are going to push me through, um, and staying focused too, because it's so easy, like, and I'm going to kind of break off on a tangent, but it's so easy when you're experiencing these things to like derail and, you know, get off task or like not be focused, you know, like think about when you're in a relationship, I'll just use, um, and you're fighting with your wife or your girlfriend or that's me fighting with my wife. Right. Just, sorry. That was, was that a good noise? Like I've never been an abuser. You're not the same at work. Physically. You're, you're not the same at work. You're not the same anywhere. I mean, it's, it's your, right. Your being is affected, right? It is. Yeah. So, um, I forgot where I was going with that, but well, it's really, you have to get back on track right? and the adversity and being in it, it does prevent you from it and it, it, your personality changes, but it's coming back to the center of like, who's Nick, who's mm-hmm. Jeff, who's Mark, who is this person? And then in that you can define who you want to be. Are you a person that caves to <clears throat> adversity or do you accept that it's a natural course of life and you get to experience triumph by just getting through it. And I know that my experience that I'm talking about just this last week is like maybe, you know, different from what everyone else has gone through or might be going through. And it's like kind of work related, but because of the things that I did and kept pushing through, like I saw like great success this week. So tell me about one of those successes. I, I, I signed up a new client, like, so I got another client, a okay. coaching client, um, and then um, I got a couple of big contracts with my asphalt business. Sweet. So, so things are moving. Things are moving. Like, but if I would have sat there and like been just pissed or angry or sad, those things wouldn't have come. So like, that's what I mean about keep pushing through, and um, you know, take the next step and overcome because there are great things on the other side and if i could add a couple other things like think about the things that you've already been through already you know because in some people this might seem like the worst thing that they've ever dealt with but in my in my case it's not put it in perspective so you put it in perspective and think about all right i've been here before um and and you know this is how i handled it before and this is how i'm going to handle it now maybe it's different maybe it's the same and then trust that there will be a positive outcome. I think that's a really important thing. That's obviously a mindset thing, but like if you trust that that there's going to be a positive outcome, chances are, you know, again, what you think comes out. Like what you put in your brain comes out. So those are my uh that's my two cents. I will just add do the work. There is work and there's always self-work to be done through adversity, whether it was adversity that happened to us from more of a passive standpoint or it's adversity that we created in our life. It, it is then 
doing the work. And that work can be hard and it can take time, but it is going to pay off. So it's as simple as you know, being honest with yourself about your role in it, being authentic with how you can make changes. And then it's it's being like Mark and I had a really good conversation earlier. And there's parts of life that... Do you guys make out? Nope. No. With our minds. But this table is so far apart. No, but the, I think, <laughs> no, I think the point was, it's like, there are certain things that are very hard in our lives to necessarily change. And both of us have experienced that. And it, it isn't always a, a, a giant win over a long period of time. It's these daily wins or it's just it's knowing like, exactly. this is hard for me. Like this is knowing me, like these mm-hmm. are the places I'm going to slip and I got to be honest about it. It's like, we're men, but we don't get to always, we don't always have to be like, invincible because Mm -hmm. if we think we're invincible that's when you get chinks in your armor and when you know that you are vulnerable and you can be hurt then you can just say like you know i can go with that and i understand like this is going to be a pain point or this is going to be a trigger or this is going to be i don't do well with this right um you know drop that invincibility cloak i think that's huge uh or just you know don't get into don't get shit happen. Like no adversity. <laughs> yeah, Just sit right. on your rock and meditate. Find inner peace. You know, I don't think that's feasible. Drink in this the Kool Aid. I love the Kool Aid. Now is the time to start a cult. By the way, America is at an all-time religious low, and right now politics <laughs> is like really taking that secular. Like it's it's replacing religion in a way, which is a, will be a fun talk bit later. But it really, when I read this article the other day. And I shared it with DiGiacomo because I thought he would appreciate it. And it was about politics replacing religion in this country. And I was like, now is the perfect time to start my cult. Because like there's just missing out. Only like 40% of people are going to church and stuff. It's like we're we're wasting our time here, boys. They could be we could be selling the merch. We could be making the monies. Getting the bots. We could be getting the bots. We could get the likes, the shares, the instas. You know, we get okay, so we called out Joe Rogan. You made it back from Puerto Rico. Coaching is going well. New Leonard Media Studio in Traverse City, Michigan is banging for all your audio and visual needs. Podcast. NewLeonard.com. Or is that like trademarked? No. I don't. It's just a real crappy version of some other commercial that I can't remember. Um, I think we covered everything. I think we we? did too. We covered a lot. We kind of got off the topic a little bit. um, All right. We're back home. Jeff's back, so that's... Good to see you. And you were like only 40 minutes late. Seacrest out. See ya!